0: Today is the fifth day of the Lenten journey. First Baptist Church of Athens offers daily devotions prepared by our members to support you in your pilgrimage to the cross. Anne MacDonald shares the devotion today, which follows a reading of Matthew 18, verses 15 through 35 from the Common English Bible. Allow for the music played by Addison Acock to relax your mind and calm your heart and ready your spirit to listen for God.
1: If your brother or sister sins against you, go and correct them when you are alone together. If they listen to you, then you've won over your brother or sister. But if they won't listen, take with you one or two others so that every word may be established by the mouth of two or three witnesses. But if they still won't pay attention, report it to the church. If they won't pay attention even to the church, Treat them as you would a Gentile and tax collector. I assure you that whatever you fasten on earth will be fastened in heaven. Whatever you loosen on earth will be loosened in heaven. Again, I assure you that if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, then my Father who is in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I'm there with them. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, how many times should I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Should I forgive as many as seven times? Jesus said, not just seven times, but rather as many as seventy-seven times.
0: Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle accounts, they brought to him a servant who owed him ten thousand bags of gold. Because the servant didn't have enough to pay it back, the master ordered that he should be sold, along with his wife and children and everything he had, and that the proceeds should be used as payment. But the servant fell down, kneeled before him, and said, Please be patient with me, and I'll pay you back. The master had compassion on that servant, released him, and forgave the loan. When the servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 coins. He grabbed him around the throat and said, Pay me back what you owe me. Then his fellow servant fell down and begged him, Be patient with me, and I'll pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he threw him into prison until he paid back his debt. When his fellow servants saw what happened, they were deeply offended. They came and told their master all that had happened. His master called the first servant and said, You wicked servant! I forgave you all that debt because you appealed to me. Shouldn't you also have mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had mercy on you? His master was furious and handed him over to the guard responsible for punishing prisoners until he had paid the whole debt. My Heavenly Father will also do the same to you if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart.
2: I once had what I thought was a simple misunderstanding with a colleague. Rather than ask a question and gain understanding, my colleague directly accused me in writing of corrupt motives and other irregularities. I was a little hurt and greatly irritated about the situation. It all seemed very unfair. What strikes me about these verses in Matthew is exactly that, unfairness. Why should I have to seek out someone who has mistreated me when the whole thing is his or her fault? My natural instinct is to think my brother or sister should seek me out and apologize for whatever wrong has been done. That seems fair, and it's the way it ought to be. With a cooler head and further reflection, I am struck by God's incredible grace in these verses. It is clear that God gives grace to sinners, and I am supposed to also. There are several ways that grace is shown here. The person is not to be embarrassed in front of others. He or she is to be spoken to alone and given opportunity to make things right at first. In fact, this person is to be given multiple opportunities to make things right. There are to be witnesses at the second meeting, which helps ensure that the truth is preserved. God promises to be there with us through the process. And finally, the whole idea seems to be reconciliation, for the offender to be brought back into the fold. It's not punitive at all. It's God's pure grace. Why does God give such grace and expect me to do the same for others? I can't fully answer that, but I think part of it has to do with freedom. He knows that I am better off when I am in community with others. And when I give up my right to whatever I think I'm entitled to and when I focus on others more than myself, it takes a lot of energy to hold a grudge. But isn't it freeing to forgive? And isn't it freeing to be forgiven of sin and to be restored to the community? The grace works both ways. It frees up the offender and the offended. How wonderful to have that kind of peace in the community. Giving and receiving grace is so different from our natural instinct and different from what our culture teaches us. So often I feel entitled to be angry, to contemplate revenge, to double down on my position because I have been wronged in some way. I tend to look after my own interests without regard for others. But as a Christian, I must learn to think and act differently. I need to seek reconciliation. I need to forgive as many times as it takes. The message of the scripture is really very good news because so often I am the one who needs the forgiveness. Back to my story. I knew that it was incumbent upon me to reach out to my colleague, and I did so. I wish I could say that it ended well, but my colleague refused to speak with me. Soon after, there was a job change and we no longer work in the same proximity. But I did what I could by reaching out. I prayed that I could set aside my right to be irritated, and I gave up my hurt feelings. Having experienced God's grace in this situation, I was free of the ill feelings that otherwise would have lingered. I am reminded of a verse from Romans that says, While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God did not wait for us to deserve his love and grace before giving it. Similarly, let us also not wait please pray with me. Lord, help us to give grace by giving forgiveness. Please soften our hearts toward one another. Help us also to receive your abundant grace and prompt us not to waste another moment in seeking to reconcile with others, all of whom are created in your image. In Jesus' name, amen.